just the spend fishing was just absolutely the best I've seen, to be honest, in years on Arrow. You know, like we had some cracking fish and we lost some big fish, you know. Like Ewan McGregor there from Scotland that they're seven pounds ten. We had four in the boat already that that before we we hooked him. We actually took us an hour and a half to actually land that fish. You wouldn't believe it. It was such a fight. And we weighed him and we put him back carefully and he swam away from some other angler, hopefully to enjoy. Hello and welcome to the Ireland on the Fly podcast about the people and places of fly fishing in Ireland. And this week we're discussing the rise of Loch Arrow, which, if the Mayfly season is anything to go by, is on the up in terms of numbers and size of trout being caught there. So, what's behind the great catches so far this year? What can anglers expect for the rest of the season? And is Arrow going to rival Sheelan in the long term as a fly fishing lochs destination? We'll hear shortly from Jackie Mann, the fly tire and guide on Arrow, who will let us know. But first, Tom, we know the Mayfly in Carr was pretty poor this year. But how did it fare elsewhere? And is a poor or great mayfly season indicative of how the rest of the season will fish? No, it, it isn't. I, I've had poor mayflies before and had fantastic. Well, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, fantastic or good fishing afterwards. Right. Okay. Like last year, last year I had better fishing in July for the second hatch of mayfly on carb than I did for the mayfly. Right. And I'm kind of hoping it's going to happen, going to happen this year. You know, so uh, no, there's no. You do get the odd pet year that everything fishes well, but they're yeah. you know they're the they happen about once every ten years. You yeah. know, duck fly is fantastic, olives are great, buzzer fishing is amazing, mayfly is great, Daphne is wonderful, everything goes right. Yeah, but that doesn't happen that often. So yeah, look, there's no you know a lot of things. There's factors that are happening. A lot lot is weather dependent, so you just don't know. So definitely, I'm praying that the second mayfly hatch that we normally get here in July, a couple of bit of sedge fishing. And a bit of Daphne fishing would be good in July coming into August. So, yeah, no. Um, and I'm saying that because if if it was so, then I would be looking forward to the rest of the season, would I? <laughs> um, and then with the, what we're talking about, there are different lakes. And we discussed it. I think we discussed it there. Like, lakes vary from year to year. And some years, a lot of lakes will fish well. And then quite often other years, some lakes will outperform others, you know. Uh, and this year, definitely we've seen that Arrow... Arrows really come to the fore, and we, and we discussed like arrows once was once the great one of the great lakes of Ireland and a, a great trout lakes of Ireland, and it, it still is. But like it, years back, 30, 40 years ago, it was phenomenal fishery. Then it kind of, as we discussed when we we're talking to Jackie, it, it dipped, dipped a bit. A uh, few reasons for that, and we discussed it. Uh, but it has really come back and come back with a bang, and it's great. And like another, um, one of the other lakes that fished well this year, Sheelan. Yes, Same. exactly. Yeah, you know, Sheenan's been, been doing well in the last few years, hasn't it? Like it has actually. Although there was about three or four years ago, uh, the Mayfly was kind of poor in us. It had a, you know, it had a, you say, a med- mediocre year. But this year, like, it has really fished fantastic. That's you know? the, like, and in fairness, because that's what you're hearing is an arrow and Sheenan were the mm. places to be this year. And I'm just wondering, like, going forward, it'd be interesting to see. Don't have a crystal ball, but like, if you know, they become, you know, so popular, the two of them, like if Arrow kind of maintains its status alongside, like yeah, it would be an interesting yeah. one to watch. It would be very interesting to watch. But like I remember, and funny, we're chatting about this before, I think a couple of years ago, it would be about the early noughties and Sheena wasn't fishing well, Arrow wasn't fishing well for the Mayfly and uh, the big lakes, the, the Midland lakes weren't fishing well. And Cara was absolutely crowded. It was just chock-a-block it really was. There were too many people on it. I like to be honest, yeah. And I only just thought of that now. It actually 
it actually suits us here if the other legs are fishing better. Does it give it a rest in many it ways? It does, and it just eases off. Like in my own bay here once in that early noughties, I remember I was coming back. Uh, I wasn't out a particular day. Something, I had to go and collect an engine in Kong or something. All right. So, and I wasn't going out to lunchtime. That was it. And I was driving back and coming back to Carrick Shore, which is looking over at my house to Doors Bay as such. I counted 70 boats between um, uh, the west side of Inishtawi to the mouth of the river. And I was just phenomenal. I just, I stopped and I counted them. And um, it was just way too many people. But the reason the boats were here, and it's natural enough, the other legs weren't fishing. Carl was fishing relatively well then. So everybody came to it. But if the other legs fish, then it gives yeah, Carl yeah. a chance. Then there aren't 70 boats between Inishtawi and the mouth of the river here. There might be 30 yeah, yeah, or yeah. 20 or 25. And that's great. And it, it's it's better for everybody. So like, to be honest, yeah. It suits, it suits all the lakes yeah. if they're fishing relatively well. And that's because that was the other. I'm fascinated by the fact that like the conditions were the same. You know, say between Sheila and Arrow, mm, yeah, Dur- Durg, Carb, you know, and yet those two were the standout, and other lakes like Carb, um, Durg, and Melvin fared poorer. But yet the yeah. conditions were the exact same. Yeah, the exact like, same. So like, well, and we discussed this just off off air beforehand, like. And you were saying to me, like, why is that? And I didn't have an answer then, and I don't have an answer now. I really don't know, you know. Um, but is it kind of, it's a bit like what you're saying, like the way it's good for some lakes to be kind of rested nearly, I don't know, is it nature's way of kind of yeah, making sure? maybe it is. Maybe in the in the bigger picture it is, you know. Yeah, it, it's, it, it is a funny one. And look, it, it kind of adds to it too. Then you take a chance going to a lake as well. And, you know, yeah. it's kind of nice. And there's a lot of people that have done well. Let's say like when Arrow had been fishing poor and lads stuck with it and went back to it and had great fishing with hardly any boats on it. You know, fair play to them. Good luck to them. You know, they stuck with it and got it. And kind of the same with Sheelan as well and other places and other lakes and some of the the other, the Midland lakes as well. So, yeah, no, that's good. You know, yeah, and it's, if, great, it's great to have variety. Exactly. That's it. Exactly. Um mm. And, and as Jackie explains, it's like it's, um, you know, arrow fish as well throughout the year. So if people mm. are, um, you know, thinking of heading up, I'd actually, I'd rather be preferred prefer to be going up now later in the summer, you know, avoid the crowds, though, to speak. Oh, well, avoid like, the you peak know, traffic, Jackie like. mentioned it there in his uh, um, a Spaghetti Western title. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and like, actually, I remember that time when it was crowded here, Carb, and it was just... It was, Takes away from it a bit. Ah, like. oh, yeah, it does. Like you'd catch a fish in a drift, right? And you wouldn't, you got to the point where you wouldn't even say, we'll do that drift again, because you knew as soon as you caught a fish in a drift, you look behind, there'd be two boats pulling <laughs> behind you, maybe three boats. So, and it was just, yeah. So, I, and to be honest, yeah, I'm not a great fan of that. I really am. So sometimes I find the busy couple of weeks of May kind of difficult. Because like I'm going, I I I don't know if I go to the back end of ribbon, I just get I get a fish at that gap and I cut around the back of ribbon and the two boats drifting on it. Mm. And then it goes through my head, do they actually know that or are they just chancing it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's and I, I I see 
what you say there about like when you're saying you'd like to get up now and it's a bit quieter. Well, I'm I'm completely like that, you know. Jeez, uh, we're never happy, are we? It's too busy. Never it's happy. Too quiet. Great. It's <laughs> never happy. Never happy. Too busy. Jeez, what are we doing on this lake? There's nobody here. It's obviously crap. <laughs> well, in fairness to Jackie, he wasn't quite like um, Brian Hope, uh, Lock Car uh, more in terms of kind of the you know reach for the stars here, but. He does does a good sell, I have to say, with Arrow. Um, so it, it's well worth the listen. Um, and we first asked Jackie actually to tell us about uh, the Mayfly season that just gone by. Three little things for Lock Arrow this this season. It was kind of the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> That's what I've come across. That's what I came across this year on Arrow, like uh, as being the guide on Arrow. The good, the fishing was fantastic. Uh, the bad. The bad weather with the northerly winds, easterly winds again, which played a bit of havoc over a few days. And then probably the ugly side of it was that uh, probably the greed that I've seen this year more than any other year with being cut off on drifts and, you know, boats come in and on top of something like what happens on Sheelan a lot. And was this specifically in Mayfly? You, you, you saw it was specifically on Mayfly, and it w- wasn't just me that seen it. There was a lot, a lot of uh, other local, you know, people on the lake that has always fished arrow came across it this year as well, and 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 actually said it. And you was know, it a case, Jackie, that um, like the jungle drums being beaten up, Black Arrow is the place to be? So you had kind of a lot of new anglers coming, was it visitors? And there was kind of a lot of new anglers, which no one minds coming, coming to the lake, you know. But it was just s- some of the bad manners that was actually shown, you know, throughout the Mayfly on it. Like, you know, like um, I suppose I was at one corner, just give you an example. I was at one corner this year for the spent with a, with a client from Scotland and we spotted a boat coming flying up to where we were, stopped, put the electric engine on and came within 50 feet of us, you know. And like, as I said, our, the lake is big enough. So I asked the lads, did I want tea or coffee in the boat? They were that close to us. I might as well offer the tea and coffee to them, you know. <laughs> and but, did they uh, say anything to you or did they kind of uh, I think they got. The, I think they got the hint in the end, Dara. I think they got the hint in the end, you know. Experienced anglers surely wouldn't do that or are they just ignorant? I, I think that a lot of it is to do with, I have to get into that corner. You know, I was there last night, but like, I mean, first come, first serves in my, in my opinion, with the likes of that, you know, you know, but I don't know, Daryl, it was just, just one of those seasons on Arrow, like, you know, but the fishing was just, we'll, we'll go, we'll move on away from a little <laughs> bit from that one, I suppose. But the fishing. Actually, just, just actually, before you move on to that, I have one more question on that, Jackie and Tom, and for you as well. Do you find when you're out fishing, say fellas know, oh, that's Jackie Mahan, he knows where where, so if Jackie's fishing in that corner, because I've been out fishing with guides and they, they'll they say to me, watch the crowd now, watch the crowd will start coming over towards where you're fishing. Do you, do you find that? At times, yes, at times, especially especially on Arrow, I suppose. You can't miss, miss Catch-22 written all over the board either, you know. Uh, but it was just, like, I mean, it was hard to explain. It wasn't just me, it happened to, like, it happened mm. to a good few, a good few, people that has always fished arrow, you know, and I, I don't know, it was agreed that they had to catch them fish there at that corner or what it was, you know? I think what you're talking about there, Jackie, something like that, uh, that's definitely greed. I think you were probably in a place that the fellow was maybe a night or two nights or whatever night you weren't in it. And he suddenly yeah. said, well, I was here before, I don't care. Yeah. Definitely there's an element of greed in it. Now, the other thing I find in May, and it may be... I think I, I'm trying to let people off the hook here. There's a lot of people out that aren't out other times 
right? Yes. And yes. they're not completely off the... Like, I've had people troll across me in front of me, about 50 feet. Oh, I yeah. As you said, Jackie. And they've waved at me and asked, oh. have we done any good? So, yeah, yeah it's having a clear yeah, so there is that element. But you see, it all happens in May. Oh, the mad, the mad, yes. mad May, I call it. Mad yeah, May. mental mad stuff. May. It really yeah. is. But like, there's an element of both in it. But like the the like, what happened to you with the spent when you're out, the Scottish lad? That that yeah. would really irk me. The other times, you just get mad because. But then you sort of think, God, if, if you could let people know, and maybe even through this medium, you can let people know. You know, there's certain protocols you do. You don't pull in in front of a boat. Absolutely. You, know, you don't fly up a drift at full speed. Absolutely. You know, there's certain things. And me, as you said, I love the way you described it. The boat flying up the lake, and I imagine it was probably calm on a spent evening. Spent yeah. Night. Absolutely, you know, but uh, <laughs> that, that, yeah. that's a good one. Ask them for a cup of, if they want a cup of tea or coffee. Yeah, <laughs> but sure, we're that close to my well you, you know, you normally <laughs> have plenty. You normally have plenty of coffee going, so you know, uh, absolutely, you milk or sugar with that. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing you you mentioned there, Dar, what I what I found here because in, in Carb it's a bigger lake, but it's very easy to spot the the guys' boats, right? Like we don't, you know, as it is easy to see catch 22, Jackie, but it's very easy to see a guy's boat because there's a guy in the middle not fishing. Absolutely. And you'll actually get people, uh, parties out that don't know the lake. They'll say, oh God, that's, that's that boat's got a ghillie. We'll just put yeah. it behind them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, I, I just found this year of all years, I just found arrows starting to turn in a little bit like Sheelan where there was going to be rows starting to break out. Mm. You know, and that's it's not it's not great for the fishing community, like you know, it's to be honest, you know, it really isn't, you know. And tell really. us, Jackie, was it um noticeable in terms of the increase in um angle oh, absolutely. numbers? Oh, absolutely. No one really? has problems, no one has problem with numbers or people coming and enjoying themselves on the lake or anything like that, Dara. It's just have some manners, really. You know, when you do when you do travel to the lake, have manners. And you how know, many how many boats will be out in the lake like when it was busy um this season? Not as many now as Sheelan Dara, but hmm. you know, probably on days there was there was 50, 60 boats out, you know, at least, you know, at least some days, you know, like I mean, you know, arrow is one thing like you've kind of two halves, I do say we say yeah, you you have we say the Roscommon half and the Sligo kind of half, you know. Hmm. And both gets Mayfly hatches, Dara, you know. And basically has been a guide for years like on it is that you have to go searching tom will tell you that you go searching for the mayfly mm. where the hatch is you're going to find trout and you're constantly like moving trying to get your your clients fish you know and then when you get a spot like years it'll tell you too like you know that you know certain areas will fish certain times you know in the month dara yep. you know and and that's a big advantage to being with a guide as well when he's going to be putting yeah. over fish you know Actually, Jackie, it was the thing that I meant to ask, I was had penned down to ask you. Like here, it was a much bigger lake, but yes. something like Arrow, which isn't as big, but would there be spots in Arrow where the Mayfly would rise first, traditionally? And traditionally, then, yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, Tom, there would be, yeah, traditionally, yes. You know. So like you boating on that, you're naturally going to know that. Yeah, basically, yeah. like I, I be time and stuff. You've been with me a few times, Tom, and I basically start time and things because you get to know it like you know yeah there yeah. switches on at two o'clock there switches on at four o'clock and so so on like it's been like the spent this year like uh, the spent fishing was just absolutely fantastic this year on arrow um we had a couple of cold days but the just the spent fishing was just absolutely the best i've seen to be honest in years on arrow 
mm. you know, like we had some cracking fish and we lost some big fish, you know, like Hugh McGregor there from Scotland. I think you've seen the photograph there, seven pounds, ten. Cracking you know? fish, Jack. Oh, saw that. absolutely. Absolute belt absolutely. Belt yeah. And we, we had four in the boat already that, that before we, we hooked him. And that, mm. we actually took us an hour and a half to actually land that fish. You wouldn't mm. believe it. You know, it was such a fight. And we weighed him and we put him back carefully and he swam yeah, away right. from some other angler, hopefully to enjoy. <laughs> you know? it, was, it was the boat behind you. We were waiting to get in. Oh, the boat behind you. <laughs> I was having catch twenty two, catch twenty two. I was actually having tea, waiting for him to play him. So, I was. <laughs> um, and Jackie, tell us, um, did it come on like at the start? Obviously, you know, Mayfly, you know, you're looking forward to an exciting time. Did it just suddenly? Was it at the start? You you kind of saw it happening. You kind of went, oh, this is going to be a good season. Or did it kind of slowly develop into something? It, it actually came on very early this year, Dara. It it started like in the kind of the first two three days. And it just started getting better and better and better. And then probably a little bit of uh, boat pressure came onto the lake then and it kind of slowed down slightly. And then it just full swing then when the spent and the greens were actually coming, you know, together. It was just superb. It really was. Now, the fish this year, Dara, you know, we had a lot more fish this year than we had previous years. But um, they weren't as big, Dara. Like pound and a half, two pound weight. We were averaging... We were averaging five trout a day, roughly, you know. It was good regular action, like. But in the evening time, we were averaging the same five right. to six trout. Mm-hmm. So the day was pretty good, if you know what I mean, like overall. But as I say, the spent fishing was just, just unreal. It really was. The uh, show, and Jackie, I have to say. hatches a fly. How was this overall? Was it... Hatches of fly was huge this year. There were some of the biggest hatches I've ever seen in my, my life on Arrow this year. Yeah. To be with you, Tom, you know. Um, there was a few days there and they were just everywhere. Everywhere you looked, there was fly. Hundreds and hundreds of fly. But usually when the hatch was that that big, Tom, the, the fish weren't on them. They switched off for some reason, you know. Yeah. When there was less fly, the fish were more active, Tom, for some reason. You know, which which is strange. Like usually, if there was a big massive hatch, you'd you you you'd bet your life on it that you were going to they were going to eat, devour everything in front of them. But yeah, they actually yeah, didn't. That's interesting. Um, previous years, did did you get an inkling that you know there was it was was the hatch getting better and better? You know, over previous years, or was this suddenly twenty twenty three kind of like? Whoa, it where did it that was come just from? it was suddenly just this year. Like even talking to some of the, the lads that would have fished arrow most of their life had said the same thing, that the hatches were just unbelievable. Like what I found this year as well, Dara, where fish was, where we got a lot of fish last year, we didn't get them this year. Right. You got the odd one. You didn't get the sport we had the previous year. So there there was a lot of searching, you know, to find the fish at times. You know, I think the fish were actually doing a lot of moving when they were on the spent knot as well. You know, they were actually traveling you know, when they were actually feeding and they weren't staying in the same spots, you know, that you think you were going to get a fish in, you know. Like one, one of the evenings there, um, we hooked a fish well into the double figures on the spent, well into the double figures, you know. We could see him coming up like a train coming up the shore, just absolutely devouring everything, you know, and we just got the fly in front of him. We actually didn't really see him take, and he just absolutely took the rod, everything out of the, the angler's hand, took off, ran, 
across the lake, real screaming the whole lot, gave one jump and he was gone, you know. And we went back to, I brought new clients then the next day back to the same spot. And that's where we got the seven pound ten. It's great for a lake like Arrow. We suffered really badly, you know, 15, 20 years ago. Jackie, probably, you know, really it, it had, I won't say it had died, but it had gotten very, it had gotten very, very ill, shall we say. And it wasn't producing fish. It wasn't, you know, it was a tough lake. And it, to see it come back to the fishery that it is now, I, I think it's just fantastic. It's fantastic for proud anglers in Ireland. It's just, it is. yeah, it really, yeah, really truly is like, but a lot of workers went in with the Lockara Club up there as well, Tom, you know, they've done a oh, lot yeah. of work. Yeah, yeah, a lot of work. And, and, and you have to hand it to the, I know we all slate the fishery board, but you have to hand it to them that they do, they do, do, do take care of the lake up there and they do a lot of work around it, you know? Yeah, it's a lot of, yeah, we're talking about credit where credit is due, Jackie, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you have to say um, that. Jackie, take us maybe through the transformation in terms of like, I, I didn't realise how poorly it was, um, as Tom mentioned there, maybe. Just take us through the, the state of the, the, the kind of the fall and then the rise again. Like I, I think a lot of the do was the actual fish that when they were spawning, uh, Dara, they were actually leaving the lake and staying on the rivers. You know, there was a lot of data in it at the time. And when the fishery board did have a look at it, Dara, you know, they the found that whatever fish went up the rivers to spawn never really came back down onto Arrow again. Obviously, the feeding maybe was a bit better or whatever. And they just they just started moving some of the fish back onto the lake again. And it definitely it definitely helps, you know. Catch and release is catch and release too is a is a big help for for Arrow as well. You know, there's a lot more anglers practicing that on Lock Arrow as well, you know. So there is was it pollution or there was water quality is a pro- water quality is a problem in every lake Dara at the moment. It really is like I mean, I, I, I've been boating on Melvin there recently, and it was an absolute disgrace to see the water quality. It was like pea soup, Dara. You know, it was so bad. And I mean, the, the scary thing here, Dara, is you're talking about water quality, and you're you're looking at like there's a Ballyshannon pump house is pumping the same water into houses in Bundordan, Ballyshannon, Kenlock, and people are drinking this. And I mean, you, you've seen it in the local news, the amount of dogs that actually yeah. died there in Garris. Yeah, six dogs. Stagnant water. We were, at, we, were, we were at the Connor Cup there this weekend. Jackie and myself were up at it. And uh, the tally, and it's horrible to say that, but, you know, the number, which would have better, tally sounds rotten, but six dogs had actually died from... Uh, Poisoning. Poisoning, yeah. I mean, I, I, I actually had uh, an American over. Uh, he's a full-time guide in the States. And he was actually shocked at the quality of the water. He was actually shocked. So he, was, he couldn't believe how bad the quality of the water was. And, you know, that's a complete stranger coming to the country from the States looking at this, you know. And um, it's, uh, yeah, and like you have the... Um, the- European Water Framework Directive and all these kind of so-called regulations supposedly supposed to be um, enforced, but obviously a lot more needs to be done. Yeah. Oh, oh, absolutely. But like, like you you will get blooms of algae on lakes, but this was definitely just, it was so bad. It was so bad. Like like we're talking there about the blooms at one stage, Arrow was suffered badly from that, didn't it? it, And it it still does now and then, Tom. But to be honest, Tom, I haven't seen Arrow as bad as Melvin. Right, yeah. (laughs) I've never seen it as bad as it was the last time. I mean, you could actually smell it 
Tom, it was that bad. It, you could actually smell it. It was so bad. And that's the scary part. You know, that's the scary part. And when the winds came, it broke it all up. You know, that, you know, it broke all that algae up. But like, as I say, you know, these people are drinking this water. <laughs> what effect is it going to have down the road? I know we're, we're jumping from Arrow to Melvin, but like, I mean, it has to be said too about Melvin with the quality of water. It's just shocking. Was 2023 an outlier or like, I know Tom, you were saying, you know, kind of swings and roundabouts in terms of kind of season to season, but are you hoping Jackie that, you know, the promise of what 2023 brought for Arrow will hail for good future years to come or you just don't know? Or? It's just hard, hard, hard to know, Jarrah. Like, I mean, Arrow has been fishing well for the last few seasons, really well, you know, especially for myself, you know, I've, I've had some serious great fish off it, you know, guiding, and as I say, like, I'm totally, the boat is totally catching release. We don't kill anything. We photograph it, you know, and we put it back straight away, Dara. And um, like a lot of people say to me, why don't you knock one on the head? I'm like, like a lot of people that comes to me don't want to kill fish, Dara. You know, they want to photograph <laughs> and they're happy with that. You know, I'm, I'm absolutely delighted with that myself, Dara. And it's not, I'm just trying to promote catch and release here. I just think that, you know, it's great to see, some other angler that's going to hopefully catch that fish and enjoy the same enjoyment that that other person had, Dara, which is a big thing, like, you know, you have to say that, you know. And I think, I suppose, Melvin has to go the same way eventually too, like totally catching release. It has no choice. So do you think the, the secret's out now on Arrow? The cast being oh, out of the bag? I, I think so. Free tea and coffee for next year again, <laughs> I think, Dara. <laughs> well, first it was Shailen. Now it's Arrow. Do you think Arrow Tom is one of those that seems to be kind of now coming more to the fore now? But it's kind of that, isn't it? Chicken and egg, it gets an A, more people fish it, more fish are yeah. caught, more people come. It's that kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's good for the, it's good for the area too. Like it really is. Of course is it is. It's fantastic. Yeah, and look, uh, you know, I mean, long may it continue. God, you Absolutely. know, I mean, you know, you really need that. But, you know, I mean, and it's not just Mayfly on it either. No, no. The fishing throughout the season. Fish throughout the season. Like, I don't get to... My biggest problem is I never get to fish outside Carbon Mask. Yeah. On Mayfly time. So I'll never get to fish any of these lakes Mayfly time. Uh, But I have got to fish. I've been lucky enough to fish with Jackie a couple of times. I can up in, you know, I I had more free time other times of the year. And I've had cracking fishing with Jackie in September. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'd love to go, actually, go to September again. I'd love to try the Green Peter. Because we don't have Green Peter. On Cara, but like it's a long way to travel. I'm two hours from Arrow, and it's a long way to travel for what I'm told is 30 <laughs> minutes efficient. That's all it is, Tom. Yeah, times. you were saying that because we were, I was chatting, to, I've been chatting to Jackie about this before, and he goes, Yeah, you'll be coming, but like you get 20 minutes or maybe 30 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> and then know? it's it's all over, and then in that state of 30 minutes, they could I, I absolutely switch across the buzzer you know in between so you have the yeah. two rods set up you know you have to have your green peter rod and your dry buzzer rod set up at times you know talk us talk us through that jackie when is it when would you be um targeting with the green peter when does that kick in well traditionally it has always kind of been in around the first kind of week of july but right. this year it seems to have came a little bit early there is a few people catching on green peter at the moment but um, but traditionally has always been kind of the first week of July when you really get stuck into the Green Peter fishing on Arrow at night. And some nights it's just superb. It's just great to see. You wouldn't believe it, Dara. 
uh, it's like the canis fishing. You see it on the Carib, you know, mm. videos and that. Um, you actually see the amount of fish that's up feeding on them. You know, it's just unbelievable. So it is. And you know? literally 20 minutes, like it'll could just turn on. Oh, God. oh, absolutely. It's gone, Dara. Gone. Absolutely gone. Absolutely gone. You know, over, done with. And I mean, if they stay up, they might be on Green Peter, they could be on Buzzer, you know. So it's just, it's, it's brilliant fishing. Like when it is on, it is absolutely. But it's then again, it's weather related, like the same as anything else. If you have a very hot, um, if you have a very hot summer, uh, it can put the fish down deep and they won't come up. Yeah. Yeah. That happened last season on it. The fishing was just diabolical for the Peter because and of the hot weather. again this year, Jackie. And the way things is going, it can happen yes. again. Yes. It can happen again. And it's, as you say, Tom, it's a long way to drive just for 15, 20 minutes. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. I might, I might just yeah, I might just pass <laughs> on that one. But, uh, we're, I, we're going up and myself and Jackie are doing a, a thing in September. So I'm looking That's forward right. to that. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a, um, a bit of filming. So I'm really looking forward to that because... I've been up, uh, as I said, the last couple of times in September and really, really had cracking fishing up there. Absolutely. Um, Brilliant fishing. Brilliant. You know, it's been nice. Yeah. So in terms of um, what, you know, if people want to kind of are interested, maybe like what is the best time of year? Like people are thinking of trying out Lock Arrow, you know, for a first time, you know, between now and the end of the season. When would you be recommending, Jackie? Well, I was on Arrow last Saturday, Dara, and I had to complete a lady from Spain and um, I had her boyfriend, he's from Sweden, and first-timers fishing. And we should have had five, six trout in the boat, so we should have had Dara, you know. And, I mean, they're only learning Dara, you know, the cast. And, I mean, they were up taking, actually, mayfly. There was still the odd mayfly coming, and I had them set up on dry mayflies, and they had their chances to catch them, you know. So, I mean... Arrowfish as well, like uh, throughout August, even Dara, you know, and on, on dry sedges and that sort of stuff too, and olives, you know. So, like, I mean, a lot of people kind of, I suppose last Saturday I seen two boats for the whole day on Arrow. Okay. That was it. Yeah, I was going to ask you that, Jackie, because you just kind of went into it there. I mean, what is the summer fishing like? You wouldn't have, let's say, like on Master Carp, you, you wouldn't have Daphne fishing on it, would you? There's there there is in parts, Tom, but you have to you have to know where to go, Tom, on our yeah. that's you know. I think the day we were out or your your Mike and yourself was out beside us that day, we hit Daphne, I remember way out in the middle that's of the right. lake. Yeah, actually I do remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it was, it was it was quite lively then, Tom, you know. Mm. But some of the Daphne fish on arrow like are, you know, pound, pound and a half, like you know, yeah, like kind of, kind of the same like as on Carob. Kind of same, Daphne, yeah. Yeah. Daphne fish on Carob. Are, are bigger as compared yes. to the Daphne fish on that we know both from fishing on mask. Mask, yeah, yeah. Mm. But I, f- I find the arrow ones, the Daphne uh, fish on the arrow, it's not like mask. They're harder caught. I mean, you could mm. rise 30 fish maybe to get one. <laughs> you found it that day as well. They were yeah. coming, tumbling on the fly. They were coming with, as they say, hidden tail with their mouth closed, you know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was mildly frustrating. I, yeah. I, think, I think I turned in the boat at one stage and said, that was frustrating that I missed that one again. <laughs> yeah, you know. Bad <laughs> 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 angling, bad angling. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I must improve on the next fish, I said. Darn that. <laughs> There's always another one. Oh, yes, that's yes, darn. That was the word I used. Darn, yeah. darn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so come here, Jackie, I tell you, 
It's uh, definitely one now. I think Arrow's on people's radar now. Um, it, it is maybe, indeed. And maybe experience it, maybe not just around Mayfly time to kind of get a, a better experience all around on it and yeah. maybe in a quieter time. But Jackie, if um, you're, you guide on it, so if people are interested in finding out a bit more, um, how can they get in contact? Uh, my w- website is jackiematinflyingguiding.com and you can send pin me an email there, no bother. It's another one I have to add to the list now, Tom. <laughs> I think that's Tom's it. already on the list for September yeah. for two days. <laughs> that's that's is, this is back to our small bucket list. Now, yeah. Our, yeah. that's it. And you know, that. it's growing all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Jackie, um, tight lines for the coming season, and thanks, thanks Darren, for thanks joining for having us. Me. Thanks, Tom. Our thanks to Jackie Mahan for joining us on the show. Don't forget to rate, review and follow the Ireland on the Fly podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. Plus you can keep up to date on IrelandOnTheFly.com as well as on Instagram and myself and Tom will be back with another episode about people and places of fly fishing in Ireland.